ग्रैंड स्ट्रेटजी ऑफ फिलिप द सेकेंड बाय जोफ्री पार्कर येल यूनिवर्सिटी प्रेस कनेक्टिकट 1998 आईएसबीएन नंबर जीरो डैश थ्री जीरो जीरो डैश जीरो सेवन फाइव फोर जीरो डैश फाइव फोर हंड्रेड एंड फोर्टी सिक्स पेजेस डिसम्बर टू जॉफरी पार्कर इज ए ब्रिलियंट मिलिट्री हिस्टोरियन His research and analysis is brilliant and conclusions solid and convincing. This book is a landmark no doubt. The book analyzes and proves that Philip II did have a grand strategy. The author analyzes a major leadership and strategic failure of Philip II as his self-centeredness and inability to consult his able advisers Geoffrey Parker finds the Spanish king a man with disorganized work habits who was not able to handle the vast mass of information and documents that he had to handle an information processing failure Geoffrey Parker finds a king bogged down in sectarianism and religion and this proved to be his final undoing and that of spain as the brilliant professor parker analyzes that philip tried to do too many things at the same time and thus got financially as well as logistically drained jofri parker's research and analysis style is superb and his logic sound and well reasoned however jofri parker cannot reconcile what grand strategy could do in a situation where spain was behind britain in naval effectiveness by some 100 years this is a serious failing of jofri parker's book under review Now Britain had already built the largest battleship in 1514 and had taken tremendous naval strides long before Elizabeth's reign. The fact as the author acknowledges that British ships could fire 3 times faster than the Spanish ships and were superior in numbers to the Spanish fleet. That British naval tactics were far superior to Spanish naval tactics and the spanish doctrine of reliance on carrying troops was totally fallacious while we can find no fault in the author's reasoning and scholarship the essential question remains what grand strategy could have done in naval battles fought in the english channel and at grave lines the real spanish failure was in setting unrealistic objectives that were beyond spanish strategic capabilities and how was spain to beat britain's unique and almost impregnable geographical position mr parker doesn't talk much about this the problem with all analysis done by mean mortals and this includes our brilliant author mr jofrey parker is that they ascribe greater stress to ethnic and racial causes 
than far bigger and irreversible causes the geography for instance in this regard geoffrey parker is a racist this is the bottom line while britain had a whole naval culture that made spanish victory under philip ii impossible even if philip ii had a perfect grand strategy our brilliant author geoffrey parker finds the central fault in philip ii's management style that made spanish defeat a foregone conclusion it is true that geoffrey parker was awarded a spanish award for scholarship this still does not make the his singling out of bad management of philip ii totally convincing i take serious offense with mr geoffrey parker here the fact that spain was relatively young and fresh subjugated by arab muslims for 500 to 700 years doomed the spanish cause from the start this should have been taken into account in great detail by mr geoffrey parker while britain's evolution as a great state since the battle of hastings was far ahead of spain in time and space sectarianism and religion also doomed spain's cause now mr geoffrey parker i ask you what could strategy do in case of such irrational but extremely powerful facts like religion great scholars or let's say so called great scholars like geoffrey parker will continue to write brilliant books like this one but history will never be completely deciphered and mean mortals like philip ii will always have imperfect perceptions like mr geoffrey parker with or without good or mediocre grand strategy and interesting read with serious reservations that i have expressed